The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Hi, this is Carolyn Weston with Blind Spot, program produced and presented by the Southland Branch of the Association of Blind Citizens and sponsored by South City Pharmacy, committed to you and your health. You're currently listening to Southland Community Radio, which is 96.4 on your radio dial if you have a tuner or you might be listening to us via the internet. No matter how you're listening to us, I hope you will enjoy our program. Now, um, today I have a guest, and that's Amanda Stevens from DeafBlind Association. Hi, Amanda. Kia ora, Carolyn. So, Amanda, um, you are currently involved with DeafBlind, but first of all, before we talk about DeafBlind, can you tell us all about, a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, in terms of deaf blindness, I um, travelled to Britain fully sighted and fully hearing when I was 23 mm-hmm. on a one-way ticket to see the world. Right. And a year later, I lost my sight due to lifelong diabetic retinopathy. Oh, right. Um, and that's a condition that is recognised by Blind Low Vision New Zealand yes, yes. as one of the top four yes, yeah. um, causes of sight loss in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Mm. Um, so then, 20 years later, having wandered about Europe and done my thing over there, I came back to New Zealand and they think I caught a virus which knocked out all of the hearing on my right side. So I was profoundly deaf on one side overnight. Gosh. Happened within hours. Um, And as a result of that, I lost my balance Mm. because it takes normally or usually um, sight, hearing, and the feedback through your feet to balance. So it took about a year to learn to walk again. Gosh. um, Properly, with any degree of confidence. Mm. So that's how I uh, became deafblind, but it wasn't until a deafblind coordinator from Blind Low Vision New Zealand came to see me that I'd even heard of the term. And it really means not the extreme end uh, that we think of with Helen Keller, for example, but it means any degree of dual sensory loss. That means if there is an impairment of vision and hearing together that affects daily functioning, then we refer to it as deafblind. And that's a global understanding of what deafblind means. Yeah, yeah. So you um, got involved with the Deafblind Association. It's the third organisation catering for people um, that has been in New Zealand over the few years. 
quite a few years now, mm. and Deaf Blind Association was established after the last organisation sort of disintegrated, guess, guess. So um, tell, tell us a little bit about Deaf Blind Association and your involvement in it, please. Yes, as a, a result of the kind of challenges that Deaf Blind face on a daily basis, which are things like informed decision-making, because obviously if you can't get access to information in your preferred format, it's hard to make those informed decisions and to keep up to date, stay current. Um, there was a need, a new need really, for an organisation that understands that that's a challenge, yeah. that doesn't make a judgement about it and was willing to work with the organisations and agencies that could really help us make the difference for ourselves. Right. And so I was approached by David Wilson uh, at the time, who was forming a board to move things in a direction where we could establish really, really good relationships with government, with agencies, with funders, um, and to get that going. And he spoke to me over a couple of months. I wasn't really sure because I didn't know really what my place would be. And then when I felt firm that I did have something to contribute and I did feel that I had a valid place in a newly establishing organisation, yeah. we just leapt forward with confidence. Yeah. yeah. And he was our president. Um, I went from secretary to executive officer, and that's where I am now. Right. David resigned from the organisation last year. Oh, did he? I and didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we now we now have a new president, and that is Vaughan Dodd, who is oh, yes. based. Yes, I know Vaughan yeah. for many years. Yes, I've worked with Vaughan for yeah. a long time. Yeah, I'm hanging out and working with the good guys. Yeah. So, what kind of um, services does um, Deaf Blind Association provide people? So we don't provide services. Per se, the yeah. service providers are people like Deaf Aotearoa, Blind Low Vision New Zealand and other organisations that are funded for service provision. Right. What we do as a very beginning is to get people involved in peer-to-peer -peer support in a face-to-face -face way. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to develop networks all around the country to yeah. make that happen because we know when people come face-to-face, they're more likely to be able to speak about their challenges um, with each other in a more informal way, yeah. and that raises lots and lots of things that we don't necessarily get otherwise. And we've just completed a memorandum of understanding with Blind Low Vision New Zealand uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and that memorandum of understanding will allow us use their offices free of charge together if we want to but oh, we God. don't have to yeah 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 we may decide that um something else is more suitable or appropriate yep. Yeah, or, obviously. yep yeah um no that's and cool yeah that's really yeah, cool so we get that support so it means that people will be able to go around i mean even if they want to meet and have lunch somewhere together they can 
Well, the Nelson Network do that exactly once a month. I've been gathering at my house and they bring a shared lunch and we sit down and natter about everything deafblind, everything from how we get better use out of our hearing aids, better communication with our audiologists, what we want funding for, and what it really means, and what we miss as deafblind people, what are the challenges. And it's a great way to gather. Auckland gather once every six months at a FINA house for a a couple of uh, hours, and I provide the lunches, transport support, and everything that shores that up and makes it happen. Okay. So um, I understand that you're going to be holding your first seminar in April. So would you like to tell us a little bit about your national seminar? Woohoo! I would <laughs> love to tell you about it. <laughs> we are so excited. We had planned it for last year and just before we made the release to our community, the COVID-19 hit and it became impossible, of course, yes. like so many other people in the country. This year we've found a slightly smaller venue but we want to be more targeted around supporting leadership opportunity from around all over the country and because just a board and myself can't do that Mm -hmm. uh, we need people on the ground and so we're holding it at Vaughan Park in Browns Bay in Auckland and the exciting thing is that we have funding from Blind Low Vision New Zealand for the accommodation or most of the accommodation and the food. Yeah. So we're looking at now how we might support people to come in with transport and we've got um, Jonathan Mosin coming to talk about Workbridge. Yeah. We're approaching Audiology New Zealand to talk about us with hearing aid use and communication methods. Um, And I'm also looking at how we can, the possibility of introducing tactile communication methods oh, yes. to blind. Yeah. So it's so hugely exciting. And then amongst all that, there's going to be a picnic on the beach as well. What more <laughs> could you ask for, Ireland? <laughs> so is this mainly going to be for Auckland and North Island people? No, no, all over New Zealand. So you're going to advertise it shortly so people will know about this because it'll take a while to get... We've uh, you know, tra- travel and that's organised. That's right. So we've sent out our quarterly newsletter uh, last week by email, yep. braille, yeah. CD, and the large print ones are just about to go out. And every Friday afternoon I record a TIS line. Mm-hmm. Um, that's option 531 on the telephone information service. And I also put out a mail chimp. And I'll be reminding people just about every week until April about right. how they can get in touch with us to find out more and what barriers they might have to coming yep. and how we can help them overcome those barriers. No, that's good. Well, thank you very much mm-hmm. um, for being on our program. It's nice to hear about DeafBlind Association and also about yourself, Amanda. It's really great. Um, I just got one notice to finish off with, and that's to let everybody know that Blind Citizens Southland Branch are holding our first general meeting on April the 10th, which is Saturday afternoon. We're going to have a meeting around about 2 o'clock and then finish with afternoon tea, 
And in our next program in March, I'll tell you a little bit about that, a little bit more about that. But we're hoping that we might get a guest speaker as well. So um, that's coming up on the 10th of April. I also understand there's a barbecue that Blind Low Vision NZ um, support group in Chicago are going to be holding on the uh, 19th or tw- that Saturday, the Saturday around the 19th of March. I'm not going to be here. I'll be in Auckland, so I'm going to miss out. So there's a barbecue for that. So if you're interested in the barbecue, please ring up Gordon Giorgio at two one eight nine one eight nine. So that's blind spot for this month. I hope you've enjoyed our show, and thanks again, Amanda, for coming on and talking about deaf blind. New Zealand. It was a delight to be asked. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you. This is Carolyn Weston saying bye for now. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.